Well, well, well. Welcome to your favorite Thursday podcast. I'm Nick Mitchell. And I'm Scott Tedford Barnes. And you are listening to Legends of Sportsball, an educational celebration of useless jock knowledge. Thank you for joining us. We have a very special episode today, don't we, Scotty? All the special, all the episode. All the time. It is Thursday, October 6th, National Coaches Day. Coaches. Watch Coach all day. Yeah, watch Coach all day. A Craig T. Go. Nelson classic. There you go. <laughs> all right, we'll do our scoreboard stumper, our flex seal of the week. We've got five notable jabronis. Again. Uh, getting to our Hall of Fame inductee, Tom Dempsey. We will do our final Chasing the Mendoza line. The stunning conclusion to the Mendoza line. <laughs> Then uh, we'll get into church. We've got a shampoo, and we'll send you on your merry little way. So, without further ado, hit me, baby, one more time with that scoreboard stomper, Scotty. So I don't know who I was talking to the other day, but I was explaining that Chris Wanky won a Heisman at the age of twenty-eight, and they were like, "What?" And I'm like, "Yeah," and, and he was like, like a balding twenty-eight. Yeah, uh, thinning. We'll call it thinning. Very thin. <laughs> Generous. <laughs> yeah, generously, like Prince William thin. Um. Carolina Panther. Yeah. So uh, I wanted to know who's the youngest to win the Heisman. Is it famous Jameis Winston, Reggie Bush, or Lamar Jackson? Man, that is tough. It's a tough list. Because I know when Lamar got in the league, he was only like 21. I'm going to go with Jameis Winston. All right. We'll get that answer soon. Yeah, indeed. And we will move on to Flex Seal of the Week. The super strong waterproof tape. That can instantly patch, bond, seal, and repair. Each week, we recognize a franchise transaction that in no way fills the needs of the organization. This week's Flex Seal of the Week is... Larry Nance. Larry Nance Jr. Uh, Pelicans uh, forwarding a new two-year deal. Two-year deal, $21 million. He played nine games in 2021. Definitely deserves a two-year extension. Well, it was 2021. And then last year, he averaged 7.3 points per game and 4.3 rebounds for the entire season. So you have your $21 million man. <laughs> Diamond in the rough. I mean... It, I mean, I guess they're really set on dunking in New Orleans still. They still haven't gotten to the three-point shooting part of the, of the game. Bunch of Larry Nancys, if you ask me. <laughs> Dancing Nancys. Dancing Nancys. <laughs> All right, moving on to notable jabronis. The leaves fall, as do jabronis. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start with LeGarrette Blunt. Uh, Coach Blunt. Coach was involved in an altercation at a youth football game. I guess it was resolved by the time police got there. But he was on Twitter saying, that's not the full story. The video footage you see is not the full story. Yeah. But he's, he also apologized. But yeah. Uh, it's a, he, LeGarrette Blunt, uh, Legends of Sports Ball Hall of Fame inductee, LeGarrette right. Blunt. That's right. Um, he is now the head coach of 12-year-old football players. <laughs> um, and he got into a fight at, uh, in a game in Arizona Saturday night. Uh, it said that all hell broke loose after the handshake line. <laughs> it's all about that handshake line. 
it's so funny how you get to that and you're like, <laughs> like so funny how one day you're like getting blunted with Le'Veon Bell before his first NFL preseason game. And then next thing you know, you're coaching 12 year olds and getting in fights. Big surprise. <laughs> <laughs> but you do you, you do you. One of my favorite all time players. right there. <laughs> Not maybe the best person. Go Gilbert Gators. <laughs> Go Gilbert Gators. <laughs> All right, our next notable jabroni, LeBron James. Uh, I guess he did a top five all-time Lakers list, and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was not one of them. Yeah, he listed his top five Lakers all-time, and he forgot to list the um, number one all-time scorer in all NBA history (laughs) and probably the best center of all time, Kareem (laughs) Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, pretty wild. (laughs) Like, um... Okay, so it also came out that LeBron doesn't have a relationship with Kareem. Um, As LeBron is coming up on Kareem's all-time scoring record, it is now also reported they don't have any relationship. (laughs) And I kind of laugh at that. I think that's just another testament to LeBron's character. Because I I love Kareem. (laughs) Another testament to his jabroni spirit. (laughs) Never forget your Ness. Your jabroniness. Jabroniness. Yeah, I mean, all right, my top five. I would have to say, you know, Kareem, Kobe, uh, I'd, I'd argue Shaq. Um, hmm, Russell Westbrook. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's pronounced Westbrook. Magic Johnson. Magic, Magic Johnson. Johnson, definitely. And then maybe Cedric Sabalas. How many jokes can I make? <laughs> Cedric Sabalas. <laughs> Kwame Brown. <laughs> How many people can I put ahead of LeBron? All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would say, like, you know, like, uh, you know, Andrew Bynum, uh, Sasha Vujicic. <laughs> uh, Kurt Rambis is one of my favorite, like, weird Lakers. There you go. Um, I love Michael Cooper for all for defense. James Worthy, Elgin Baylor. Oh, if we're going by favorites, then we yeah. got to go Nick Van Exel. Nicky V. Nicky V, the left-handed gunslinger. That guy was unconscious. Never forget Eddie Jones, man. Oh, Eddie Jones was a great player. Yeah, that was Better part of that Lake, Lake Show. Lake Show with Nicky V. Um, Ron Harper. <laughs> Derek Fisher. I think he's said D-Fish. Fish. D-Fish, yeah. Legendary sixth man. And then, he finally, and then he became a starter, second half of his career. Oh, yeah. Once Nick, Nick Van Exel is gone, move out the way. All so, right. Let's move on from Laker business <laughs> on to Herschel Walker. <laughs> Back to Herschel Walker. Yeah, <laughs> this guy will not go away. Um, challenging Deshaun Watson for Jabroni of the Year. Really, like, really. Really putting the heat on. <laughs> like, and that's, that's saying something. <laughs> Uh, I guess uh, in the past week, his son has exposed his darkest secrets. There's some of them. You got some there? <laughs> yeah. Um, so getting into politics is a bad idea for Herschel Walker. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just start with that. Um, his son tweeted, quote, Every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office because we all knew some of his past. Every single one. He decided to give us the middle finger and air out all his all his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it. I'm done. So then he continued to go on and um, explained how Herschel threatened to kill their family and moved them six times in six months 
um, the, the family had to move six, six times in six different months because Herschel was like tracking them. Wow. Uh, and then he also shed light on the fact that someone he's been in contact with, uh, and someone who contacted the daily beast, uh, reported that Herschel Walker, uh, encouraged them and paid them to, uh, terminate a pregnancy. Um, and Herschel Walker is a Republican. <laughs> so, um, she, she even posted like the $700 check with Mr. Walker attached and the like receipt and all that. That's it's nuts. Um, so Christian Walker is helping us take down Herschel Walker. Honestly, Herschel Walker should not be in public office or in the public eye at this point. Christian Walker with the alley-oop. Yeah, dude. Thank you. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry to hear about the, like, the abuse that he's caused. Yeah, you but... poor guy having to go through life with this. This guy is your father. God. Psychopath. All right, moving on to the next psychopath, uh, ex-NFL player, Antonio <laughs> Brown. Everybody's favorite. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about him a lot the last couple of years. This time, he has exposed himself at a hotel pool. There were photos and videos of him. And then... Um, while wow, that was getting spread all over the internet, he wasn't even paying attention to that because he was in Photoshop making photos of himself with Giselle. Yeah. There were photos of him with with Giselle that aren't Photoshop, but then he was also like making other Photoshop photos of him with Giselle. Yeah. And it's like, and then he didn't respond to the hotel thing till like the next day because I don't even think he saw it. He was like too busy, like embarrassing himself even more. Yeah, like I don't know what he was doing, like. He like it's currently like before all this he was like kind of you know maybe he had a chance to to return to the NFL oh, to yeah, it's maybe he it's had a chance but now it's over but like you know someone someone got the video of it and well, you got to think too the last two times he got a shot was because a quarterback vouched for him and that quarterback in both cases was Tom Brady with the Patriots and Tom Brady with the Bucks. <laughs> So if you're going to make fun of him and Giselle, I'm pretty sure you're fucked. That was the only guy trying to help you get a job in the end. Yeah, like you good luck, man. You're done. <laughs> the, 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 Why he burned that bridge, I have no idea. The, the eyewitness account of the pool incident um claims he put his butt in a woman's face twice and then used his scarf to shove her head underwater and grabbed her up from behind while naked. And there's video of it. It's messed up. I know, and he had the nerve to try to deny it afterwards. Too. You're like, oh, what? Because you know what? Someone photoshopped you doing that. Now? Saturday he did that. Then Sunday he spent all day posting photos of him with Giselle. And then Monday he got on the internet saying, "I can't believe people are believing this hotel stuff." That is a hell of it's a so ketamine bender, up. man. <laughs> Trying to ruin my good name. All right. Done with you. On to our fifth and final notable jabroni this week. It is Paul Riley and really just all of the NWSL. He's a coach uh, in the NWSL, several teams recently uh, in the last couple of years. He has a pattern of sexual abuse. Really, the whole league has a pattern of sexual abuse and misconduct. Yeah, it's widespread. Widespread throughout the league. So, um,. A lot of the players are finally coming out and speaking speaking up and saying, um, I guess there were players that were speaking up before, like Alex Morgan. Alex Morgan had... And then um, it just kind of like fell on deaf ears and just like <laughs> it continued to get worse. Even Alex Morgan spoke up, but like it would, mostly the, the investigation came from um, uh, a Thorns player, um, Manashim. Um, she informed... Uh, 
the commissioner and her coach, or one of the coaches about another coach, Paul Riley, um, in 2015 about it. So an investigation was opened in 2015 about it, and the uh, commissioner, the former commissioner, Lisa Baird, uh, did not investigate any further. Uh, there's emails between Alex Morgan and Lisa Baird. Ouch. Uh, that are that are from 2015 about how like it like it was being closed and and no longer investigated, which is fucked. So, <sighs> busted. All right, Paul Riley, we are definitely done with you. Done with you. If you or someone you know is a survivor of sexual assault and is seeking help, contact the National Sexual Assault Hotline at one 656 4673 Moving on to our Hall of Fame inductee. Tom Dempsey. Thomas John Dempsey was born January 12, 1947, in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, to Huey and Laverne Dempsey. Tom was born without toes on his right foot and without fingers on his right hand. The Dempseys moved to Southern California, where despite missing 10 digits, Tom played football, wrestling, and threw shot put. Wow. His high school team was in desperate need of a kicker, so Tom removed his specially made shoe from his right foot and wrapped it in tape and found out that he could boom the ball through the uprights. Insane. (laughs) Just like toe kick it, but without the toes. Just tape. (laughs) Go for it. Dempsey continued kicking at Palomar Junior College in Southern California, where he got noticed by Sid Gilman, head coach of the San Diego Chargers. The Chargers kept Tom on their scout team and developed a $200 shoe for him that had flat, mallet-like face. It slightly resembled a sledgehammer when his foot met the ball and made a boom instead of a thump. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints claimed Dempsey's contract in 1969, making 22 of his 41 attempts as a rookie and was voted to the Pro Bowl. Yeah. In 1970, Dempsey set an NFL record by kicking a 63-yard field goal on the final play of the game to upset the Detroit Lions, 1917. Quote, I couldn't see where the ball came down. That's how far away it was, Dempsey said. But I saw the ref's hands go up, and that's when I knew I had done it. My teammates all mobbed me. We had a heck of a party that night, I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow, I want to know what that was Imagine like. that, like... <laughs> Legends of Sportsball Hall of Fame inductee Alex Karras was a member of the Lions during that game, and after the game, he still couldn't believe what he just saw. Mongo said, when you, ki- when you kick from your own 37-yard line, you're supposed to kick to the nearest post, not the farthest. <laughs> Dempsey later said that when he went out to kick, Lions players were laughing at him, but he'd hit a few from 69 in warm-ups, and he knew he could do it. It's important to point out that in 1970, NFL goalposts were still at the front of the end zone and not in the back of the end zone, but 63 yards is 63 yards. Absolutely. <laughs> so you kick the ball from your own 37 and hit it. <laughs> yeah. The following year, the Saints cut him, but he was then claimed by the Philadelphia Eagles, where he'd remained from 71 to 74. Dempsey was also the biggest kicker in the league, listed at 6'1", 260 pounds, and he relished contact on special teams. In the 1974 season alone, Tom recorded 64 unassisted tackles as a place kicker. And only five fingers. (laughs) Tom would go on to play for the Los Angeles Rams, Houston Oilers, and Buffalo Bills before retiring in 1979. He'd finish with 159 made field goals on 258 tries and 252 career extra points. 
Dempsey bristled at the idea of a special shoe giving him an advantage, most notably stating, Unfair, eh? How about you try kicking a 63-yard field goal to win it with two seconds left and you're wearing a square shoe? Oh, yeah, and no toes either. (laughs) (laughs) ESPN Sports Science carried out an analysis of Tom's kick and found that the shoe in no way offered an advantage. In fact, the smaller contact area increased his margin for error. Exactly why, like, when you play soccer, they teach you not to toe kick. Yeah, you'd never toe ball it. Exactly. Um, So... Dempsey's record distance was tied by Jason Elam, David Akers, and Sebastian Janikowski. Seabass. <laughs> but the record was finally broken in 2013 by Matt Prater, my fantasy kicker this year, actually. Yeah. Who hit from 64 yards out. After he retired, Tom worked as an oil field salesman and ran a car dealership owned by Saints owner Tom Benson. In 2013, it was re- revealed that Tom suffered from dementia. And after analysis... Holes were discovered in his brain related to CTE. On March 30th of 2020, Dempsey tested positive for COVID-19 and was one of 15 residents in an assisted living facility to test positive. Dempsey passed away on April 4th, 2020 of complications from COVID-19. Tom Dempsey is remembered for the 63-yard field goal, but he'd have it the other way around and he let everyone know, quote, I'm a football player that kicks, unquote. And for that, he is a legend. Absolutely. Truly a legend. Yeah. There's two two of his shoes are on display. Um, the one from the 63-yard field goal is in New Orleans at the Saints Hall of Fame. Okay. And the one that he most prominently used throughout the rest of his career is in Canton at the NFL Hall of Fame. Interesting. Uh, 1977, uh, the NFL created the Tom Dempsey rule. What's well, unofficially the Tom Dempsey rule, which states that... Um, any any shoe that is worn by a player with an artificial limb on his kicking leg must have a kicking surface that conforms to that of a normal kicking shoe. Like it has to be rounded. Out. Yeah, it has to be like a fo- like a foot shaped. Interesting. Yeah, definitely be- the Tom Dempsey rule because it's the only person that yeah. applies to. <laughs> there were like multiple NFL owners who were pissed off about it. I was wondering if maybe another Tom Dempsey rule is them. Moving the goalpost back. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's because you imagine that as like a tight end. You like cross, like have a crossing route, and you you're like just smash straight into the goalpost, <laughs> trying to catch a touchdown. <laughs> like that, it makes it yeah, more that's fun. That's the real reason. I mean, I think they can, if they still do that in Canadian Football League, I still think. <laughs> gross. So awesome. Gross. Tom Dempsey, truly a legend, indeed. All right, Scott Tipper Barnes, hit me with that scoreboard stomper. Answer. All right. I wanted to know who is the youngest player to ever win the Heisman Trophy. Is it famous Jameis Winston, Reggie Bush, or Lamar Jackson? Memory serves me correctly. It's Jameis Winston. It's Lamar Jackson. Lamar. Yeah. He was like 19 when he when he won it. See, the thing is, I threw in I threw Jameson uh, because remember there was like a bunch of controversy surrounding his Heisman win. Like with like transfers and stuff like that, and then I also threw Reggie Bush in there because there was that run where, where USC won like the Heisman every year for like three years. Yeah, Palmer but, was one of those, right? Yeah, it was like Palmer, Liner, Bush, Carson Palmer, yeah. uh, future inductee, November twenty twenty three. Yeah, we just decided today. Jabroni inductee. Yep. Uh, well, Hall of Fame inductee, but during <laughs> Jabroni history month. 
for jabroni purposes, for sure. Uh, <laughs> well, moving on ahead. to Chasing the Mendoza line. Yes. Chasing the Mendoza line. Major League hitters chasing the dreaded 200 batting average. A mark popularized by Season 3, Episode 11, Legends of Sports Ball Hall of Fame inductee, Mario Mendoza. Max Muncy is back. Ooh. That's right, baby. We thought he was out of the woods, but he's south of the Mendoza line once again. He's back down to 198. 198. Because Oof. he's 2 of 18 this past week. So, um, yeah. He's got probably two more games uh, after this air or after got this today is and tomorrow. So by the time this airs, he'll be done. And the Dodgers um, are going to get a first round box. Is, I don't know if they're going to be resting players. I don't know if he's going to play today and tomorrow. Oh, uh, like like so he has a chance. Like, I don't know if he, could, he could dig out. Okay, yeah, we're hoping he does. <laughs> Best of luck to you, Max. <laughs> Maxwell, Funky Muncy, and then um, and our new uh, favorite for Mendoza of the year, the only other person south of the Mendoza line. San Diego Padres center fielder, Trent Grisham. So qualifying. Uh, so qualifying. Last week, he went down six points. This week, he is down three more points from 182. <laughs> is there a floor on this thing? Dude, check this out. I can't wait. He's one of 11 this past week, mm -hmm. which pales in comparison to the past two weeks where he is one of 26 <laughs> with... 17 strikeouts. Oh. <laughs> that hurts. So the hit that he has in the last week is his only hit in the last two weeks. And outside of that, he has 17 strikeouts and 25 at-bats. You've made 25 outs, and 17 of them are strikeouts. Yes. <laughs> like, you're off, man. That's not, it isn't, that doesn't even apply to like the, you know, the home run strikeout. <laughs> I know a lot of times I'm like, I'll like, usually I'll mention strikeouts and chasing the Mendoza if they double or at least come close to doubling the amount of hits they have during that week or two week period. No. In this case, he has 17 times as many strikeouts as he has hits, not two times. <laughs> Jesus, Murphy. that's rough, man. So Grisha making a strong case for Mendoza of the year at the Sporties. Yeah. He's, I mean, I thought Muncy, just give him the award at one point. Yeah, I mean, I felt at one point that Muncie was going to walk away with it because he was in the bottom for so long. But Grisham was second to last the entire year, and now he's just really laying it on thick. For Muncie to be where he is now is an accomplishment within itself. It but is Gr true. Grisham's is an accomplishment downwards. It's <laughs> <laughs> steep descent. Yes, descent indeed. All right, moving on to church. All right, thoughts and prayers to the family of 27-year-old Dalton Ryan Keene, who fell off an escalator at the Steelers game on Sunday and passed away. Um, that's just crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's tough to hear, uh, especially when, you know, you're there to have a good time and crazy shit happens. So, tease and peace for real. Tease and peace to that fam. Um, so let's um, head out to shampoo, which is bittersweet, bitter in the sense that we're mentioning Tony Rusa during shampoo. Yeah. Um, but yeah, shampoo to baseball fans everywhere. 
Tony LaRusso is retiring. He is gone. Gone. Shampoo. He like, did. For real. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, famous baseball person, Tony LaRusso. <laughs> famous baseball person. <laughs> or was it important and baseball person? Famous baseball person and Jersey, Mark, Jersey Mike's card member. <laughs> Was it important baseball person? Uh, I'm a very famous, important baseball person. <laughs> I don't know if he sounded like Bill Belichick when he said it like I did. But um, no, yeah, we are gaining something by losing Tony La Russa to baseball. Shampoo. Addition by subtraction, for sure, for baseball fans everywhere. Yeah, unfortunately, it is due to health concerns. But like Shampoo. for some guy who's such a rotten, sour asshole... Yeah, <laughs> like Tony Larusso. Nature taking yeah, back it's the land, healing itself. <laughs> nature healing itself. Shampoo. Oh, that's messed up. Oh, we're great people, so don't forget to subscribe to our <laughs> weekly podcast and check out our other episodes available on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and more. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legends of Sportsball. You can also find us on Twitter at L Sportsball. That's at the letter L Sportsball. Make sure to become a member of our Facebook group, The Best and Worst of Sports Twitter, a subsidiary of Trevbook, and join the conversation in Revel and Sport in real time. Tune in Thursday, October 20th, as we induct Sam Mills. Thank you once again for listening to Legends of Sports Ball. May the sports be with you. Always. <laughs>